What'd she say? Hey, 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 Sayers. Totally missed you guys. How are you? What's up? So I got some changes going on with the layout of the episodes now. Hope you guys like it, but something that I definitely wanted to incorporate within the 2019 episodes is a We Slay section where I actually take the time and acknowledge a woman. As I stated last episode, we're going to start uplifting each other, supporting each other, not just tearing each other down or finding something negative to say about each other because that's not paying our bills. It's not growing us anymore. And it's hurting someone that should be a reflection of us. So we slay, she slay. I slay is a section of the episode where each episode I'm going to shout out a sister of any race, any nationality. It does not matter. But all of us as women are sisters. So be prepared to know that I'm going to shout out a different woman, whether she's already a celebrity, while she's an up and coming celebrity, or whether she's your cousin who's doing something great i'm just shouting out sisters and i am looking forward to where things are going with uplifting and growing and empowering each other hey we're only strong as the weakest person and i choose not to sit around and know the weakest person let's help each other be strong hey sayers so today i I'm trying to stop before it even begins what seems to be a cold coming on. So today I'm sipping on a hot toddy. If you don't know the ingredients or what a hot toddy is, look it up. <laughs> it definitely will make you feel good and give you a bit of a buzz. <laughs> but definitely wanted to get today's episode out to you guys. I totally miss communicating with you guys. It's almost like my open journal. <laughs> as promised co-hosts are coming this month and i'm so excited for the two guests that i have coming up um before the month's over with but for now you still get to enjoy me how much fun right obviously you think it's fun because you're coming back and i appreciate you for it <laughs> today's episode guys it's going to be about stop the idea of putting yourself in someone else's shoes speaking on someone else's behalf when you really don't know what a person could be going through i find it that sometimes people can be so insensitive with someone's either personal space or their feelings about something unless you're actually in someone's shoes and you've been there before you've actually experienced it and that still doesn't even give you the right to say you know it all because 
one person's experience can definitely be different from the next person. But I find it a bit repulsed to know that someone is actually trying to force something on you when they don't really know what you're really going through. Pull your glass. Let's sip and talk about it. Hey, 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 says, yes, it's that time for She Slay, I Slay, We Slay. Today's She Slay, I Slay, We Slay goes out to Gabrielle Union, author, actress, philanthropist, stylist, as well as wife and now so happy and thrilled for her mother. I'm sure there are more titles for her because she's such an incredible person. But those are the things that stands out to us as the public in her business. And I think that she's an awesome person. Don't judge me about just reading her book because I'm not the type that just reads things while everybody's doing it or doing anything for that matter while everybody's doing it. I'll be the late bloomer or I'll figure it out and share it. And then suddenly it's everywhere. (laughs) Either way, I do things on my own terms, but her book was absolutely amazing. I listened to it on Audible and finished it in a day. That's just how good it was. She talks about her adversity, what she had to overcome from trying to fit in, living in a different population than what she is raised as, trying to please other people, not living in her truth, trying to do things to make other people like her. She talks about uplifting women after years of tearing them down her own self and not realizing that it was pointless and worth nothing. As we grow as women, we should be able to grow in a more mature manner to realize the things that we did when we were teenagers and we were young should not be the same things that we find exciting and enjoyable as grown women, adults, and as mothers. We should be able to better ourselves to a point that we should be able to uplift other women and not just think of ourselves and thinking that it's going to help us. Because I can almost guarantee 99.9 moments of the time, you got nothing from talking down about someone else. So I commend her for finally being able to stand in her truth, one, understanding that she's the most important person to herself and that she doesn't need validation from no one else. So, she slay goes to her, and I clean glasses to that. Now she came up, you know. Y'all take shots, y'all aim up, you know. Hate on low, but we fly high, you, you know. know. Talk is cheap, free Wi-Fi, whoa. Stairs. 
reach out to us guys stay connected stay connected website is under construction to be just as fabulous as all of you guys with all of the support and feedback i truly appreciate it don't forget there's always multiple ways to reach out to us and that's via email at my talking heart 2017 at gmail.com you can hit us on the gram at my underscore talking heart and lastly you can always shoot us a call at 346-306-1010 look forward to hearing from you guys soon but in the meantime definitely let's party it up with a chilled glass of wine So, Sayers, who can agree with me to say the most annoying thing is for someone to describe to you how to get out of a situation, how to deal with a situation, or the most irritating, what they would do if they were in this situation. What people don't understand when they make these statements is that to some degree they are, they are insulting you. Don't get me wrong. We could all use advice. We can all use constructive criticism. But when you're getting advice, air quotations, or constructive criticism, again, air quotations, It should be from a neutral space, not to say, oh, I know exactly what's going to happen. Just do it like this and it'll be fine. No, every scenario is not the same. Every situation is not going to play out the same way. Things change, people change, circumstances change. Everyone's pattern in life leads them up to a certain point and they deal with things differently. Prime example, I have a friend who right after high school, went straight to college, did her thing, didn't have children, but she started herself within her career, had a few bumps in the road, but when it was just only her to think about that was her only concern that's all she had to worry about she could figure it out she could get things done along the steps that she had for her with it just being solo her I on the other hand did not take that route right away I had a kid so my steps in my journey was much different I can't teach my friend my idea and the way that I used my survival skills to deal with situations and expect her to just fall in line and just do it because I said oh yeah just do it like this and it'll work out same thing vice versa my friend cannot force me to understand oh you just go ahead from one job to the next and it'll just work out everything will just be fine 
no, you indulged into your career via from school. I indulged in my career via right after high school. I didn't go straight to college. So therefore, my structural way of my experience in work is different. Our work fields are different. So I can't tell her, oh yeah, in the medical field, you can do this, this, and this. When it is that she's in accounting. I can't tell her about her profession just like she can't tell me about mine. Just because you're able to reach a certain point in your career does not mean that you can just verbalize it to someone who had to take a different path. What is good for the goose is not good for the gander. Everything does not fit every single person. I say this to say, to speak to a person who is dealing with, as a previous episode, I'll say physical abuse. The mindset of that person walking into that situation is different from yours. Maybe you're a bit stronger. Maybe you had a different upbringing. Maybe you feel as though as though emotionally you are so much more stronger than that person. That's not to say that you're better than that person. It's just to say that you're better equipped than that person. But more than likely, you're you have some type of trauma from your past. That's different from that person's, which makes your situations different, which makes it different for you not to walk into a situation wherein this other person, that's all they've seen. So it's more easier for them to walk into that situation. People that come up in two parent households can't relate to a person that's only been in a one parent household with a parent that's always working their butt off not hardly there, but the bills, the food, and the clothing, the daily necessities are taken care of. On one hand, you have a kid that's like, well, everything's taken care of. I'm good. We're not out on the streets. We're not, nothing's crazy going on. I'm content with this. Whereas though you have that other child that says, "Mm, I'd rather just see my mom more. I wish my dad showed up more. Which is also a different reflection from a child who has no second parent around and says, wow, I never see my one and only parent because they're always grinding. They're always hustling. They're always working. You can't put yourself in someone else's shoes that don't fit. All you were able to do was put your big toe and the next two toes in. And you're trying to tell them, yeah, it'll work. Don't worry about it. This is what I did. Just come on, put your foot in here and do it. Come over here and just just chalk it up. You have friends. We, our family treats you like family. You're good to go. Don't worry about it. Let your mom go ahead and go to work. You'll be okay. Or worse, I'm going to go and attach myself to this group of people because they're going to be my new family because my family is broken or it's not really considered a family. 
when you start to put yourself in other people's, well, force other people in your shoes, you then in turn put more pressure on them. You then in turn make them feel incompetent as if they couldn't do it themselves. Now, mind you, there are people who look for someone to tell them step by step and hold their hand. And you're like, whoa, dude, you're pushing 40 and you still need me to hold your hand. This is not going to really be able to work out because you're a lot heavier of weight to pull around and try to teach this to versus a small kid. But when you are trying to really genuinely help a person and be there for them, you understand that. You can throw them bits of information and you can share stuff with them, but you can't take on their burden. You can't think that you can fix it all and you sure sight cannot force them into your shoes. The way that you got to where you are in your shoes is snugged, is fit for you. You've walked in them, you've worn them in, good and comfortable. When a situation goes wrong, you know how you deal with stress, you know how you deal with the situation going forward and how you can get out of it. But for someone else who didn't have to prepare themselves for that, for someone else who does not fit comfortably in that same shoe, they may stress differently. They may think they can't do it. They may handle it all another way. It may go great. It may go bad, but it's up to that person to figure it out and for that person to learn it. That doesn't mean to deliberately stand on the sidelines and watch a person hurt themselves or watch a person get into a bad situation. You give them advice. You give them criticism to a degree of care. Showing empathy to a person is a minor thing in a big situation. The smallest thing of really feeling what that person is saying means a lot. You can't expect a person to just jump and do what you told them to do, thinking that it's gonna come out that way. And then if it doesn't work out, you're like, well, what did you do wrong? Did you miss a step? I told you do A, B, wait, do C and D, but You're criticizing how they took the steps that you told them to take when in all reality, that was your shoes. You took that step already. A person can't fully relate to what you've been through until they have done it themselves. I can tell you all day, it's pretty and sunny and amazing in Miami. But if All you've seen is pictures of somebody else having a good time and fun and what somebody else says. Only thing that you can repeat to other people is that, yeah, it's fun in Miami. It's pretty and sunny. But then you get there yourself and you see the real palm trees and you're like, whoa, this is nice. You can only go off of what someone else tells you, but for so long. That doesn't mean you have to go and look for an adventure and experience everything that somebody else experienced. Because again, how they got out out of it will be different from the way that you got out of it. Understand that your journey is your journey. Sometimes the isolation of being by yourself to deal with your journey is needed. 
But what's not needed is trying to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. One. And two, forcing someone into your shoes. No one's going to have the same reaction to a situation as you did. So I ask, how do you mind your business but also help someone at the same time? You allow them to come to you and ask for help. You give advice from the side, but not forceful advice as in a way to say, this is what you have to do. This is how it's going to work. Just do it. This isn't Nike. (laughs) It doesn't just work that way to say, just do it. Who's the person that you can think of that just comes right to mind that you can say, oh, yeah, he definitely does that. Yeah, she definitely does that. Even as adults, we never get it all right. We as adults still need to learn from our mistakes just as well as children. So for someone to come in and say, oh, this is what you do. I'm going to tell you how to fix it. Do it exactly step by step does not mean it's going to turn out the same way. Does not mean that you have to be so forceful in trying to make them do it the same way. It also means expect the unexpected. Putting yourself in somebody else's shoes and trying to assume you know the outcome is a bit rude. Help from the sideline but don't forcefully tell someone this is what needs to be done because you did it that same exact way so I got a letter from a young lady that we're gonna call Silky Silky writes a letter stating that it's just her and her brother of siblings and his wife her sister-in-law and her are absolutely inseparable they are like totally best friends she's the sister of course that she does not have and they have such a great relationship they talk about everything silky's issue is that her sister-in-law does not understand the boundaries of you don't understand when it comes to silky's lesbian relationships silky states that she's been with women since she was 15 way before of course the sister-in-law came into play so it's not as if the sister-in-law ever saw her with a guy to give a good comparison but the sister-in-law finds it her business to interject and tell her what type of women she should date and tell her how she should be within her relationship, how the relationship should go. So she wants to know what's a better angle to pretty much tell her sister-in-law to back off because she's tried to do this numerous of times and it has still yet to work. Okay, so coming from an experience of myself and trying to explain to people That if it's not your area, you, you just can't relate. You can't give me advice on being with another woman if all you know is you being with men. 
Even if it is that you've always had the urge to be with women, you thought about it, you may have even tried it. But unless it is that you've actually been in an actual relationship with a woman to understand the emotions, the conversations, and just the feeling of how it is to be with a woman, whether it's the feelings of being in your relationship or the feelings from the outside world trying to depict your relationship, you can't really relate and you can't tell someone what they should or should not do, what they should or should not accept. And even still within that community, no woman is the same. No two films are the same. No two domes are the same. No two, no title people are the same. So you can't say, oh yeah, because all films are this way or all doms are this way. That's totally not the case at all. People are different. No matter their sexuality, people are different. So therefore, to tell someone coming from a straight standpoint that Oh yeah, you just need a woman that's going to do this for you. No, I actually like this. And I don't like that. Just because you like for your man to come home and cuddle you one moment, but then be on his phone the next minute, maybe that's okay with you. But maybe I like for my woman to wake up in the morning and before even touching her phone, to acknowledge me, to say good morning, to give me a kiss on the back of my neck, to, to ask me how did I sleep, wherein you're okay with your man getting up in the morning and having to get ready for work, and then he kisses you on the forehead on his way out the door. That's romantic to you. But you cannot tell me my romantic is any different from your romantic. You can't tell me how my butterflies and my stomach are going to work compared to yours. Just the same way you can't tell me what type of woman to date when you don't even know the difference in women. So, Silky, my suggestion is if she can't respect your sexuality and how you feel and the type of women that you date or Moreover, if she doesn't know when to to back off, then maybe your sexuality should be something that should be set as a no conversation. You should set the standard to say, hey, this isn't something that I really want to talk to you about. We can be cool. We can talk about everything else under the sun. In life, you have different friends for different reasons anyway. And I don't see a problem with, I'd rather not talk to you about this. Because you're not showing any type of empathy towards me when I say this is what I want, this is what I don't want, and yet you still want to tell me what I need. No one can tell you what you need. Only you know. Now, sometimes some people can go overboard with their wants. But realistically, how you feel about something is what's the most important. Don't allow your sister-in-law to keep running over top of you, talking to you, even setting you up on dates when it's not what you want. If it comes down to it, tell her straight up. Don't talk about my sexuality and you can't relate. You don't understand. 
and that's okay. So, Sayers, that is a wrap. Somebody, Lincoln, let me know what Silky should do if you think that it should be something different. Sometimes educating a person is pointless when they're still going to only see things from their perspective. You can educate a person, tell a person, and keep repeating yourself over and over again, but there's only but so much of repeating yourself that you can do if a person is not trying to grasp what you're saying. They hear you, but they're not really listening. They, they're waiting for you to stop talking so that they can still put their own input in. That's not communicating. And that's sure sight, that's sure sight not showing empathy for what I'm saying. You really just only waiting with a rebuttal. So if you guys agree, let me know. Of course, always, you know how to hit us up. Whatever you do, guys, don't always hold things in. Speak your mind. Speak from your heart. Uplift a sister. Make her smile. But whatever you do, just say it.